0: Oh my god, here we go again, guys. The paparazzi is everywhere. Can you not? Oh, I'm done. Guys, stop following me. Let me be. Thank you very much. Thanks. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Rico2K World. Welcome to my channel. I'm currently here in my apartment in America, recording. First thing first, I just want to say apologies it's been a hot minute since i recorded my podcast the last one i recorded was a complete raw audio when i was having lunch with marjorie in portugal we're having such a incredible lunch and before that um some drama travel drama that happens which is happens right um we want to go for brunch but uh Lo and behold, I did something um, like I went shopping and pretty much, you know, didn't really pay attention in time and anyways, uh, ending up having late lunch, but it's okay. I had a lesson learned, but at the same time, it's good. It's part of the travel. It's part of the journey. So yeah. Hey, what's up guys? It's Rico again. Welcome to my channel. Um, So what can I tell you? For the past couple of months, I've been traveling a lot. Um, last month, particularly on my birthday, um, I really enjoy my travel trip. Sure, and and pretty much one thing that I really like the most is during my birthday month, I travel anywhere. Either it can be domestically, but I have a special place that I always go to because it's easier for me here in New York to travel to Europe. I really love Europe, um, I, I always go there and um, there's something about Europe that I really appreciate, um, one is I love history, I like cultures and um, I also like um, architecture, so I'm such a dork like that, I call me a geek, dork, nerd or what, but I love it, I embrace it, you can ask me anything and I'll be more happy to share it, so... So now, well, a few things in mind is that um, a lot of you guys always go to my podcast to listen in on, you know, what's the current thing that's happening in my world and also some travel tips particularly. Um, So last month, I went to the following country. I went to um, Spain, France, Belgium, the Netherlands, and Portugal. Yeah so being in america here in new york um it's easier for me to get there um there's a direct flight there's also a connecting flight and i just love it um i'm pretty familiar on my way to europe so pretty much i can just hop on the plane and just be there so um so my flight was flying directly to madrid spain um one of my good friends sterling actually is celebrating a friend's birthday over there and actually he had a, he invited me to to see him in madrid so my first leg on my trip is in madrid spain and this is my first time in in spain i never been there um in fact the neighboring countries i went which is france and portugal and i never been to spain so this time that changed thank you very much 2021 um so i went to madrid spain uh so what are the things that I have to be prepared going to Spain? One is that since my port of entry is Spain, I have to make sure that the travel requirements is followed. Always check your local listing or pretty much, you know, country of listing of where you're traveling to so that this way you know the requirements. So as an American citizen and also vaccinated, I was able to travel to Spain and be in the border with no problems because the requirements they have is that for vaccinated passengers is that if you have a vaccinated if you're a vaccinated passenger, make sure to bring your CDC card and I did that, and then along with your passport. So it's pretty open. So I went there and pretty smooth and simple. In addition, they also would ask you to go to the Spain.gov website because you need to fill out the uh, um, passenger form. Um pretty much it will ask you for information, um, your name, your passport info, when are you going to uh Spain, where else you're going in Europe, because it's a Schengen countries. And then in addition, like you know obviously you just provide your um airline info and also your vaccination info. Um quite honestly, if you're not vaccinated, it's pretty tough. You know, you have to do like numerous testing and also it's harder. So for those who's not vaccinated, I'm sorry, I cannot really share much because I'm I'm sharing based on the vaccinated point of view. And again, you can travel non unvaccinated, but still it's more like there's more of a hassle. Um, so I mean, each their own right so for now i just want to share with you guys my experience so i went to spain that's my port of entry um madrid spain one thing i like about the airport it's pretty straightforward um the border patrols all they need is my passport my cdc card and then after that um they put a stamp on my passport walk a little bit and i will see this um volunteers or people that works in the airport to collect those passenger locator form. You gotta have that because you know it's a QR code, so it's another level of you know um, tracking purposes. So just do that; it's pretty straightforward. So after that, it's pretty much you know uh, for for this process, I would say in less than thirty minutes, I'm out already in the airport. So so what did I do after I got out of the airport? Um, I took the taxi from the airport. It's um, mad that's the name of the airport madrid international airport and then in the main city of madrid it pretty much cost like what uh 25 euros which is like 30 dollars which is pretty much average i got there like more like in the morning because i left at night at 6 30 p.m in new york time and then i got there like around 9 30 or so it was beautiful Um, i'm pretty familiar with flying so um, usually i will force myself out to sleep on the plane and just sleep and then when i get up it's early morning in europe and it's just beautiful and i met with my friend sterling and we had um we checked in in this beautiful hotel called oscar hotel in chueca in the main district in spain it's actually in the bank of spania um it's in the main center it's beautiful it's like how will I describe this for all the New Yorkers? Think of it like you're in Times Square. So your Bank of España is like Times Square. And then the neighboring um, street and corners are like really beautiful and, you know, very quaint and it's just really nice. So we stayed in that area, of course, with tourists and they have to stay there. So my good friend Sterling got this beautiful, beautiful um hotel and um and i stayed with him and it's just overlooking the main square of chueca chueca or Chuega? um it's the district over there it's a gay district but i love it so we went there and um it's right before it's like pretty much like a rooftop and overlooking the main city of madrid it's beautiful so in um in our hotel they have this amazing breakfast place Um, in the morning for under eight euros it's just like fresh milk orange tapas beef um breakfast selection eggs bacon and also spain is known for their ham which is the iberico um yeah so that's one and i really enjoyed it um had such a wonderful time and then after that um i got the chance to meet sterling friends for the first time which um people from u.s as well um and i met up with them and it was just beautiful um friendship um an acquaintance meet and greet and i got the chance i got the chance to meet louis cecil dawn and mark and um and it's just, you know, a shout out to all of them because uh, I really enjoyed my travel with them. Lewis in particular actually um, was staying in Madrid for a month, so pretty much, or more. So he becomes very local over there. So when we got there, you know, knowing that he can speak Spanish and, you know, um, while we don't, um, I mean, my Spanish I can get by. No habla espanol, pero un poquito. Pero, yeah, um, I was able to get by here and there. So... At the Same time, like people think I was Spanish there, everybody speaks Spanish, but the, it's really, of course, it's Spain, gotta be a Spanish colony, right? And I love it. And one thing I really like about this trip and meeting these new people is that the new found acquaintances and new found friendship is just something so pure, and there's more to it, you know. I think, um, one thing I really adore about the friendship between Louis Cecil and Dan Don mark is that they've known each other for so many years and how much they've traveled together how much they party together how much they had such a good time and it was just beautiful to see and to watch and such a good role model so i really appreciate that so big shout out to you guys and then big shout out as well to Lewis, um which is gracias Lewis, um for just you know being such a good um tour guide i mean he pretty much showed us around um and also just showed us to like some local spots and those places that like not a lot of tourists go so some of the places that we went to is like you know we went to um you know went to get some real tapas all that stuff we went to um uh get some real um Aside from tapas, like real hot chocolate in Madrid. Um, um, and then just just really enjoy the time. And then what else? I'm looking at my Instagram right now. Um, sorry, my outline, I'm just not really um, structured on my podcast. But I just want to tell you a um, few th- places that I went to. So we went to um, the Taberna La Concha, which is f- famous for their vermouth. Those mini tapas, those squid um octopus and stuff like that and the just you know we just did a tapa scroll, right and in addition as well we went to jamones julian becero. um it's like the spanish ham really plays a central role in the history in spain right particularly so yeah so that one oh my god the iberico ham um people ask me is the iberico and prosciutto the same no they're not but it Looks this, It looks like it, but it's just so different. It's so yummy. Definitely would love to have those Iberico ham. Um, I think when I go to Spain next time, I'll just go to Spain and then I'll take some home because during this trip, I had to go to different countries and Spain was my first country of visit. So that's why I wasn't able to take some home. So the berico was really nice and really yummy so you definitely have to check it out. And then you know I went to you know the Plaza de Sebelias, which is like the Bank of Spain. Um it was really nice. It's just beautiful. You see it on my Instagram. It's just the flag of Spain. It's just there the Spanish the Spanish culture and just the environment. It's beautiful. One of the other things too is that Spanish people from Spain or well I wouldn't I should not say that people of spain are just beyond beautiful um they're so handsome like gorgeous men and women just like it's they're, they're just beautiful right i really appreciate the beauty of the people of spain and then you know um on top of that we just you know we just go walk around spain and um i really really enjoy my time in spain i will definitely coming back it was it was so great that it made such a good impression on me So, we had the handmade vermouth, you know, which is like a traditional flavor of this high-quality wine. Like, it's like aromatic herbs. And, you know, it's like this, you know, it's like an aperitivo or an appetizer. Not appetizer, it's like cocktails drink, especially when you're eating tapas. So, it was really, you know, it was really an old-school way of, you know, drinking wine during the afternoon, like a merienda. But vermouth, which is special, um, really yummy and a must you have to taste it so definitely have to check it out so that's Spain and um, what did I, what else did they do in Spain well I'm a big fan of La Casa de Papel so I went to see the Bank of Madrid got myself a mask of you know the La Casa de Papel and I actually use it during Halloween so, so I really enjoy that I'm a big fan of Money Heist in Netflix or La Casa de Papel in um in Spanish so so thats my that is my Spain trip. I really enjoyed it so now, after this spain trip i went to I went ahead um I stayed in Spain for four days then after Spain, I went ahead and met up with my good friend Marjorie. I flew from Madrid to Portugal, so Portugal was pretty much like a, just a pit stop because you know me and Marjorie um wanted to do the southern france um trip so um since his, uh inbound airport is lisbon portugal so i went ahead and flew from madrid to, to portugal so we went to portugal we stayed at our favorite hotel called we love tourists and uh, we stayed there for one night because our flight for the following to go to southern france was the following day so so yeah we had a good time we had lunch in portugal i mean lisbon portugal is just beautiful city there's so much to do and so much to see but knowing that i've been to lisbon already i pretty much did that last year or so and um so yeah so i'm pretty much familiar with the area i love um portuguese food um and also again portugal is just beautiful i mean who doesn't want to go to portugal their um their food there their people there and it's so cheap i really like it there is this place that i went to for for like seafood called Ramiro's, it's like um, in the main city of Portugal. So again, back to the airport part. Since I'm already in the Europe um, country, the question you might ask is, do I need to have my my PCR tests or negative tests to go to other countries? The answer is no. So um, for this particular part, you just have to, again, you have to fill out the passenger locator form each country's have those passenger locator form and you have to, you have to uh, fill that up um, so that this way, when you go to the airport, you just have to show the QR code and pretty much that's it. And again, because I'm vaccinated, they also require that. So those are the country on green list that will pretty much open hand um, to have you go to their country. So yeah, so I went to Portugal and yeah, the airport was pretty easy. And one thing I can tell this much is that portugal airport to the main square in lisbon uber there is so cheap i kid you not the 20 minute uber ride only costs us eight euros and then when you go to different places um which is like a 10 minute ride whatever it's like five euros or three euros it's so cheap that's one thing i like about portugal so again um portugal is just known for this beautiful portuguese culture the sardines um uh what else do they have in there like the pastela de nata yeah i don't know if i'm pronouncing it right but the dessert there is really good and i love portugal i can always go there at any time so again quick stop in portugal because it's just an incoming um bound for portugal next stop is southern france so from from portugal we flew into marcel uh, before I pronounce it as Marcel, <laughs> so it's Marcel. It's the it's a small airport in the Provence region of Southern France, and um, Marjorie and I uh, been wanting to do this Southern France trip, so we got a small chalet in uh, Southern France, um, and we had such an incredible time. The chalet that we stayed at was, ooh, it's in the Minerva, Provence France province, and it's just ah, we stayed in this, um, we stayed in this particular, um, chalet called La Bastide de Siberia, 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 whatever. Um, I guess I mispronounce it, but it's this beautiful chalet and, um, overlooking the valleys and just like, it's just Southern France. It's really nice. The neighboring town of Southern France, um, uh, that particular regions are Minerves, Lacosse, arles um all that. So it really gave me such a good impression in Southern France. Um I did not know that guys Lacoste, you know the you know the brand with the alligator. I didn't know that's an actual city of Southern France called Lacoste. So and then we went to um Saint Remy, um what else? It's just uh, just so many things one thing i like about san france is that um it's really small little town but it's just out of this world gotta have experience of it it's like you're going to a, a province or a province it's a small little town the food is fantastic i kid you not when we got there late at night coming in there we had to get a rental car. We were starving, and all the restaurants are closed already. And remember, you're in the, you know, you're in the suburbs or like really in the mountain, not mountains, like really south or the, you know, very r- rural area. So a lot of places pretty much closed already. So we went ahead and get some pizza on a regular pizzeria w- while going home. And I kid you not, guys, their pizza over there not to sound bougie it's so artisanal the cheese of that pizza the dough the sauce it's just oh so divine i love it so we got there it's like you know it's like a big slice of pizza for like not slice the whole box of pizza is like 10 euros on top of that it's so good so we went to the following we went to lacoste Upide, um um saint remy Arles. So the Arles France is that That's famous for um, The Van Gogh um, One of the paintings of Van Gogh um, Called uh, I forgot the name of it Where it's a restaurant <laughs> you, you gotta see it um, Arles France is like where He actually went um, To get inspired Especially when he's Unfortunately when he's having A mental breakdown so That's what I Again this is what just I heard But Van Gogh is um, uh, Made it famous And put it in the map Arles-France is, um, which is A-R-L-E-S, it's a very small city, but the structure is really old, but really timeless. And it's just so picture perfect. Every corner, it's just like, wow. So we went to Arles-France, and um, we got some, you know, uh, we we got to visit there because we just love it. And, you know, and then... We just check it out and we checked out where Van Gogh famous painting are and you know, pretty much just looking at Van Gogh lens and what did he do or what inspired him to paint to make that painting or that particular city because supposedly this particular city made such an impact with them. But anyways, um the other thing too is that sorry if you hear that, um, um Southern France there's Something about it that's just like, you have to come visit. I cannot explain. You have to have the, the experience. We went to the um, different places as well, aside from those small little city. We also went to uh, Museo de Lavande, which is the lavender museum. Um, when we got there, because it's off peak already, um, we didn't get the ch- chance to see the lavenders. But one thing I like about South France and Provence is the... The, the whole city smells like lavenders, and it smells so good. I remember landing at the airport in Marcel. Um, just you can just smell the lavenders. It's just like it's the scent of like regular night or day in Southern France, and that's something that's like stuck in my memory. That's how I describe Southern France. And then Southern France Road. Um, when you rent a car, definitely it's so easy to drive to. Pretty much the same. Um, here in America and also in the passenger seats where you're sitting. That's where you're sitting as well. I, yeah, it's on the left, left side. Yeah, right, it's left side. Um, And then, yeah, we drove there. There's a lot of roundabouts. One thing I can tell, though, like my friend Marjorie was like, oh, girl, there's no p- p- cops in here. I was like, you know, listen, even though that there's no cop, please be careful because if you go speeding, we can get a ticket because those cameras are very sensitive and um, it will... Take a picture and send you a ticket. So lo and behold, yep, we got a ticket uh, for speeding, and that's what happened. And it happens. So yeah, so Southern France was really nice. And then um, before we stayed in Southern France for two nights and um, pretty much three three days and two nights, yeah. And then we just drove around and we just you know really enjoyed the beautiful um, city of Southern France. And then we were also um, just seeing all the grape vines and just eating grapes it's just like you just grab them and it tastes so good i can understand now why um um, french wine is so delicious because the land itself it's so pure and it's just like so good i kid you not when i when we grab some grapes on someone's farm quite honestly i hope we didn't get you know um shot or anything because we were like really trespassing but it's again southern france is like all fields of grapes so we just got there and we just tried those out and it's so delicious so crunchy so tasty and it's just so french it's like mm, french wine really yummy so yeah we went there and then you know just just being around the town and a big shout out as well to our to our lovely host in the chalet um it, she was really accommodating, and um the house is beautiful um it's so inspiring it's very southern France, very french and um I am super grateful that our hosts speak like perfect english and um' cause a lot of people in France don't really speak English that well, and I really appreciate her able to speak English to us and she loves speaking English actually because it's practice her. English, so it's really good. So a big shout out to her. Um and yeah, and I really enjoy the the breakfast that we had at the place. It's like so gourmet. Um fresh breads in the morning, boiled eggs, the jam. It's so fresh, the honey, local honey, and it's just you know, just the cheese and the experience I have, I highly recommend it. I again we stay in um Minerve's the name of the the chalet that we stay at is, is La Bastille de Siberias, which you know you see on my Instagram. So, yeah, now my last thing that I want to tell you is my trip to Belgium. So, um, so since Marjorie is only here for the Southern France trip in Lisbon, we had to fly back to Lisbon, and um, so flew back from Southern France to Lisbon, and then from Lisbon, we had our We spent our evening together again we had like this amazing seafood at ramiro's it's really yummy and then we had like you know just just a beautiful seafood platter and uh the crabs there the the shrimp the um what i I forgot the name of those um things but it's like seafood galore It's it's like so yummy ramiro's that's the name you have to check it out so We spent our evening there, and uh, Marjorie went back to America. And at the same time, I'm still in Europe. And um, I've been wanting to visit my friends in Belgium because the last time when I was in Paris, I almost went there. But because I could not work in Belgium, um, I figured to just go there when I go on vacation. And this time, I went on vacation. And yeah, so I went to Belgium. Uh, I got there, like, Friday and um belgium was really cold already because again i'm coming from lisbon portugal which is pretty warm and then belgium it's pretty much the same temperature like here in new york so they're hitting their 60 degrees or 55 whatever so it's getting cold at night so i got there and um it was so good to be back in belgium I don't know how many times I've been to Belgium but Belgium is an eat, pray, love moment for me. Um, There's something about that city that just just giving me that eat, pray, love moment. So I went to meet my friend Olivier and Kenny and Sanju and um, Tom and Yari and uh, pretty much everybody that I was able to meet there. Um, But it was a very short trip so I got there Friday and I was super exhausted already on my trip to Europe. So I even told my friends in Belgium, like, listen, I don't want to do any tourist stuff. I just really want to relax because Belgium just gives me energy. It revives me. It's like, you know, living in New York. Like, it's every time you see this beautiful buildings and different people, like, it just gives you that energy. So Belgium um, gives me that feel. So um, so I stayed in Bruges, Belgium. I stayed at my friend's place, which ollie you have such a beautiful pad it's like overlooking the market like uh seeing the the main square um in belgium again think of it like you're in times square my friend olivier happened to have a store a chocolatier. he's a chocolatier so he has a chocolate store downstairs and then his apartment is upstairs it's like a penthouse overlooking the main city of bruges belgium the main square the market square and um and then I have my own room. And then in my room, all you can see is the the rooftop, like the old school rooftop. Um, and with, you know, fireplace, it's just like so timeless. It's just like, and I live for that. And I love that, you know, because I live in a modern city, you know. I'm so used of apartment buildings, car, noise belgium on the other hand is just like main medieval city it's just like cobblestone all you hear is peace and quietness and then on top of that all you hear is the the bell ringing every time every hour and i love that and then the galloping of the horses on the street and you just hear the cobblestone and then when you walk in the evening you see this beautiful swan in the canals and stuff and then belgians people they just really enjoy and have a good time drinking beer and chocolates or anything in general and you know um since my friend is a uh, business owner so i was able to meet the other business owners around the area one of them um um owns a potato shop um um shout out to ramses right they might pronounce his name Ram Ramses uh I i mispronounced his name so olivier um so, owner of the chocolatier, um, I also met, oh, I forgot their name. Is it Belinda? Um, he, she owns a seafood um, restaurant. And then, yeah, so I met this amazing, beautiful people. And then, just in general, like I really, I really had a relaxing time and just walking around the street. And my friends are working and I really slept well and super comfy. And then, on top of that, like, you know, since Ollie was working at the shop, I, you know, um, during the day, um, a big shout out to Tom who pretty much, you know, showed me around um, other part of um, Belgium. So every time I go, again, not to be a tourist, I just stay local. So um, he took me to um, another country that's like 20 minutes from Bruges, Belgium, which is the Netherlands called Sluit. It's I, I always pronounce it like St. Louis or that's how I remember it, Sloy, 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 whatever. I always mispronounce it. And, you know, as you know, I could not work from home in Belgium because it's restricted. So um, when I told him that, he was like, well, since you like going to Belgium, well, why don't you work in the Netherlands instead? It takes 20 minutes to get there. Just work from home here and then call it a day, Right. So, but yeah, so that's that. And then, yeah, we had a good time. This, the Netherlands, I would have thought that we crossed the border was really fun. It's like crossing the border from New York and New Jersey, it's just like 20 minutes, right? So, we had a good time. So, a big shout out to Yadi and Tom. Thank you for showing me that beautiful place. Um, Tom also took me back to the Bella Puck, um, Central Museum in Blankenburg in Belgium. Um, Epoque is um, it's a, a particular era they call it the golden age of era in the period you know for the European civilization back then it's just like very downtown Abbey ish you know and it's really cool I get to learn you know how people really go to the beach and like you know I did not know that you know for those people that um, comes with money um, those lady will have their own. Mini house where they can change, and then somebody will have to carry that and then drag it next to the ocean. So, this way, when they are under their breeding suit, they can um, swim in the water and then come back there. So, that's that. And then um, again, I love Bella Park Museum, I can always go there at any time. And then the other thing, too, is like the beers in Belgium, the french fries, and the chocolate. Oh, I love it there. I'm having such a craving for like um a uh, Belgian chocolates and also their I don't know, for some reason I love their um mussels there. Um and then and then what else other food that I really like? I like the um the beefs too um t- sou- souffle, Stouf- yeah, souffle. Um I I I always mispronounce that and then also when me and kenny had a um dinner um i got this beautiful presentation called the sabayon you know it's like a dessert sauce made with egg yolk sugar wine and then you know it can either be served hot or cold with this one it's cold and then they just have with fruits, so it's really yummy so i got some sabayon and then on top of that too, I was learning Dutch with Tom. When I was there, um, I was able to um, eat their famous dessert in Netherlands called uh, profit. The way I, the way I tie them together is profit. So profit, profitels. I don't know, Tom. Please forgive me that I'm botching this pronunciation. So so yeah. Um, but, but anyways, I really had a good time in Slois, St. Louis, um, in the Netherlands. It takes 20 minutes, so I definitely have to check it out. And Belgium in general is a place for me. And, um, so yeah, I get to spend time with my friends, meet with Anne, a big shout out to Anne, and, uh, meet a lot of people there and just, and I spend time with Ollie and, you know, Valentina and, um everybody else and it's just really amazing um so so that is my journey to europe uh that's what i did so again uh it's 11 11 2021 i figured to tell you some story guys before the year end and um i don't know when will be my next podcast but all i can tell you it's pretty soon again but um i hope this is not too long but that's my trip in europe and i love it and um I can tell this much travel really brings me life and all i can tell you is it gives me different perspective every time i travel it reignites my energy and it's just something that i love to do either domestically or internationally something is a second nature to me and i love traveling so um if you have time please travel and treat yourself you know don't be scared if you want to Travel by yourself, or ask a friend you know to travel with you, or you know take the leap of faith of just traveling alone. it's fine, you know again, you go into a European country, it's safe you know uh, it's obviously different when you go to a different country um but other than that, just you know uh if you need any tips i'll be more happy to help you guys you've seen my instagram you can direct message me um for any how do i book a trip how uh where do i stay um what are the requirements all that stuff like this and direct message me and happy to help i always like learning and giving advices um let me show you my piece of nuggets and just you know accept it and just tell 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 me exactly what you need and i can provide you my insights and feedback and yeah so so yeah um again I love traveling this is Rico 2k world welcome back to my channel I hope this is not um too dragging this voice podcasting but all I can tell you is it's just something that I'm still practicing on right now every time I do a podcast it's pretty raw and um um and I just want to tell you that so anyways well have a good night everybody this is my podcast regarding about my europe trip i hope you guys like it in the meantime have a good night sleep well travel the world see the world have an eat pray love have a good night take care bye